Welcome to another episode of the Harbor Church Podcast. I'm Chris Sanchez, and I'm joined by Julie Stevens. We're talking Prism Conference. We are. In this episode, we're talking to Lindsay Groth. Now, Lindsay, she was so sweet. You know, she was very nervous at the beginning, but you can tell, you, you'll hear in the interview the more confidence she got. And she has such a caring heart. And Julie, you heard the interview. Talk about what you were able to hear and what she's going to be doing in Prism. Lindsay is amazing. You're right. She does carry a caring heart. Uh, she's an amazing mama. She's a great wife. She's a faithful sister in the Lord. We're really blessed to be able to have Lindsay helping us in our workshops for PRISM. She is actually co-leading her workshop. It's called Balance and Blend. She's co-leading it with Ashley Lewis. And um, in the interview time that you did with her, Chris, what really jumped out at me is the, the reality that God created us as a trinity of spirit, soul, and body. And he did it with the intent of each area working together in harmony. And one of the things that Lindsay had pointed out is that women can get really busy. And sometimes it can be hard to find practical ways for, for us to care about ourselves in order to bring balance to all that we are. Um, I loved that she she spoke from her own place, you know, her, the realness of her own story and some loss and how God used those seasons of, of loss and the natural to be able to bring her to a place of adding to her and, and showing her um, like she's a nurse now. You know, she is full in with this, this like this workshop is who not only Lindsay is in the balance portion, but Ashley as as a nutritional counselor, you know, and, and a whole life coach. Balance and Blend is Lindsay Groth and Ashley Lewis. And so if you're a part of their workshop, you girls are going to be blessed. Prism Conference is coming. Are you excited about that? Have you ever been involved in a conference like this? Hmm. I have been involved in a conference similar. Um, I was a dancer, and we would dance a lot at another church that I went to. So I have in a different way. So I have not never taught at one. I've danced and performed at many, though. That's nerve-wracking, right? <laughs> like the first time you're going to be in front of people. Yeah, definitely teaching in front of people. Um, actually it's, it's okay for me. It's, I'm not too nervous because I, um, I've been teaching since I was 16 years old. I've been mm -hmm. teaching dance. So I'm pretty comfortable in classroom settings for the most part. Um, maybe put me on stage talking in front of a lot of women. I might have a different story to tell you, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. What, what are you, what workshop are you leading? I'm going to lead the blend and balance workshop. Okay. And, uh, talk a little bit about that. Okay. Um, that's going to be a workshop that's going to be um, ran by Ashley Lewis and I, and we're going to be doing um, a um, like a class that's going to be more stretch and conditioning based, um, added with a little bit of meditation. So think like meditative movements. We're going to be doing that in the movement part, and for the blend part, we're going to be like showing healthy easy recipes that anyone can do for their family, for themselves. 
So what part are you going to be doing specifically? Because you said you're sharing it with Ashley. Yeah, yeah, I'll be doing the balance part, which will be the fluid meditative movement part. Okay. And how, talk about how your path led you to here. Where did you start off kind of in that area to leading now at PRISM? Okay. Um, I started dancing at the age of six. And um, my mom would, it was really funny. My mom would use it as like a tool to get me to do things that she wanted me to do. She'd be like, if you want to go to dance class this week, you have to do your chores at home. So I just like got into this place where it was a reward. And God bless her because it's like made me love this field. It's right. So for me, it's like art mixed with um, fitness. And that's just so cool, you know. So I've just always been a passionate advocate for the arts and for dance in particular. I went to middle school and high school in um, a magnet program, which is where you dance instead of do elective courses, which maybe normal high school, public high schools would do like, I don't know, PE and stuff. We didn't have to do that. We had to do dance classes. And then for... um, All kinds of dance or is it ballet? Or? All kinds, modern, well, primarily modern and ballet. We're That's like being classically trained, I guess you could say. Then um, I went on to dance in a professional Christian ballet company in Jackson, Mississippi, called Ballet Magnificat, and I did that for a year. And what was that like? <laughs> it was good. We toured around the country, dancing in front of different churches and congregations to bring encouragement. Um, we shared our testimony for lots of um, like public inner city schools. We would teach dance classes and then perform for them and share like how our story was and stuff like that, and share the gospel. It was an interesting time in my life. I found it to be a lot of growth in my spiritual walk as well as my dance my dance career too. So So how I mean dance is such it's literally a physical expression. You know, I can't dance. I am not good at dancing. I stay locked when I'm <laughs> when I'm worshiping. So I can't even imagine standing in front of people and expressing the way that you're loving God in uh, the way that you're dancing. So kind of talk about how intimate it is when you're dancing. Yeah, this is a really good point. And I love talking about this because everyone is so perfectly made and differently made that it's like what for you brings you life. Like maybe like this, you're so good at interviewing people and podcasts and stuff in this realm. For me, it was like, don't put me in front of don't make me speak in a sense, like let me dance with my body. Let me speak with my body because I was trained to do it. It was, it's kind of like maybe even like a warrior trained to fight, you know, he's not trained to, um, to discuss and negotiate, but he is trained to, to point and kill, like shoot and kill. Like, and that's how I felt like dancing was. It was like a act of like intercession. It was a dance. Dancing for me was like interceding, worshiping, prayer. It could be for me all of those at the same time. Mm. I could go from like intense feelings of interceding for friends or family members that were having a hard time to going into moments of like deep, thoughtful like prayer and reflection within movement. Like uh, one second I could be moving strong and the next movement could be like so we can surrender it in a sense, you know? And it, for me, that was like the creative beauty part of, of dancing and, and um, as an act of worship. So for me, it was like my worship, but for others who like can't dance, I totally get it, but you can do something so much beautiful 
so so well that I could never do. So it's cool to see and recognize how God has made us all, you know? Well, take take me there. Take me to when you are, when you're there, when you're in the presence and you're moving around, kind of put uh, everyone who's listening in your mindset and in your heart and what you're going through. Yeah, this is good. There's There's two aspects of dancing. I think that you can not dance without music. I think that the music and the worship of movement needs to have a partner and the partner is the music. Mm-hmm. So so say you have something going on in worship, I would let the music fill like it fills my body. It fills my mind until there's nothing else left except a um a physical manifestation of what that music is doing in my body. So if there's music that's filling my mind, my soul, my body, all the way out to my fingertips, I feel the energy of the music move me. And I think that that's like the purest form for me of worship that I can offer to the Lord because I can give it to him and I can let my body be a completely empty vessel to show him how much I love him through my actions in a sense you know and through my creative because dance is also creative you know you can hear the music and some people can see no movement whereas I can see only movement so yeah I think for me that's where I go I let it fill me till I'm not thinking about anything else and the only way for it to be manifest is just through the energy of all that music building up and starting to flow and become movement. So it's personal. I mean, it's you're physically expressing your love towards, you know, your heavenly father, and it's very personal. So I, I talk about how personal it's going to be when people attend your workshop and what are the things that they should kind of expect and what you're going to offer there. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to kind of share this. So from a teaching standpoint, I think that the best approach is letting it be meditative. Going into a meditative state with like calm, slower paced music, I think allowing the music to just open yourself up to think about only breathing and only being. Breath is a huge part of it. I haven't grown like that wasn't my journey as a kid. I was like trained and very strict and everything was very regiment. But I think that's good for training. But as I got older, the ability to let it flow more is what I want to show people at the workshop. That dance, that dancing movement, not not specifically dancing because dancing is a trained get like art, you know, that I don't think I can teach all of in just a hour workshop even though I'll show you some moves. Um, It would be something that I would like to share of the more meditative, allowing God to be present with you, you be present with God, and allowing that meditative space to become what you want it to be. Um, I don't want to put like too many words to that because everyone's different, but just allowing meditation and movement to connect and allowing your your mind to have like a little bit of a mental vacation, like learning how to have a mental vacation in the middle of a busy day. You know, that's so 
that's a gift for a lot of people, especially women who are very busy, who are very in their mind. They've got 10 things going on all at once, all the time. So a mental vacation I've learned through meditation and allowing my body and mind just to be encompassed by either a song or some breath, like if there's nothing that's inspiring me, but musically is important. I think it's huge for mental health too. Let's go deeper into that about what women, when they have a thousand things, you know, you're a mom, you're working, you know, you're, you're passionate, you're a, a relationship, you know, you're married, you have a lot going on. So talk about how women, especially what they need in order to focus and to refocus. And that's kind of the stuff that they're going to be learning at the workshop. That's a really good question, Chris. Um, yeah. So we'll definitely be focusing on meditation allowing that to be a refreshing, an invigorating in a moment to connect with the Lord to see if you are doing, I guess, in easy way, like if you're doing what you want to be doing or if you're doing what he's called you to do, you know, just resetting yourself to figure out, okay, Lord, I have 10 million things going on today. What is the priority? What is the purpose you know um and who needs that extra love that extra hug today that I can give them that I wouldn't be aware of if I didn't take this time to become aware that life is happening right now and I can get involved you know have you struggled with this have you struggled with being able to control everything that you have in order to get some peace yeah yeah definitely no, never at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. And dance definitely was a way that translated well for me in a lot of areas of my life, including this one, because I had to train my body so hard. I was able to take training. You know, training isn't fun, but it takes work to make your your thought life productive. So for me, it was training my mind to not think about that I'm depressed today because of xyz or I'm not feeling that good so I don't feel like going here or doing this so for me to continually train my mind in the word that God is with me and not against me you know that um, I have the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness faithfulness and self-control I have all these things as tools to help me today. So resetting, coming back to the place where I can control myself, self-control. I mean, I'm talking, I talk about this all day with my children. You have self-control. You can control (laughs) your hands. You can control your mouth. It's so true. That training is not easy because naturally we don't want to be controlled. We want to just do whatever we want whenever we want. But if we did that, we would end up in a, we would end up so unhappy. You know, if you, if you want to be a bodybuilder, you can't just do whatever you want and expect results. So that's a huge thing that I love to emphasize that this isn't going to be easy, but it's going to give you results that you want. You know, it's not easy to renew your mind all the time. But if you want a good life, the life that God says that he can give you, you have to work for it. There's some work involved, you know, and it's believing. 
It's believing that he wants to give those things to you. It's not a lot of work, but you have to continually remind yourself, I am like, I'm loved. Oh yeah, I'm, um, I've got all the tools I need. God is for me. So I think the, the emphasizing the work involved with the self-control and getting the results that you want in your life are huge. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a lot. The, the question that I have, I guess, is you talk about training mentally and you were a dancer, so you trained physically. Kind of go deeper into how important it is, if it's important, to be physically you know, working on yourself as well as mentally and spiritually. Right on. I think that the the Trinity, um, I just re- recently learned that the triangle is the strongest ob- shape in nature, that the three part of the body, mind, and soul, body, mind, soul, three of those need work and they need to be done. What's this great word that I love? Not synergistically, but at the same time that life is happening. So if you can incorporate like doing some, a little bit of exercise while you are playing with your kids or walking to the mailbox, whatever it is, what you're, you're walking, you're cleaning, you know, like do some extra squats, like just incorporating extra fitness into our lives. And as Americans, I mean, it's a probably eating and fitness are two of eating fitness and I would say meditation are two like lost arts that people it's everything's fast now fast food you don't even know who cooked it for you You don't even know who to thank for it you know thank you God that I have food but who cooked it who took that time to cook it also about like your your mind like everything's so quick stimulation on the phone like uh, you're just not using your brain like and as quick as we used to, I, I mean, I kind of sound like my dad right now, but um, it's like, how, do you use a calculator to um, calculate 200 plus 250? Like, I mean, I know it's easy, but sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, duh, that's whatever. Oh, yeah, 450. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I think that slowing down, being more aware of your mind, body and soul. And Ashley and I like to talk about self-love. And those three areas, I think, will be heavily discussed in the workshop, emphasized to the max, like just that self-care, self-love is so important. God is in that self-love because he loves us, you know? So it's not a bad thing to take care of yourself, to take care of your mind, your body, and your soul, which, you know, sometimes the world kind of makes it seem like you're doing a bad thing, you know? Do you feel a lot of women struggle with this? Yeah, I do. I think from magazines to to expectations to mindsets about women to roles, all that stuff that we've lived in and our moms have lived in and our grandparents, our grandmothers have lived in tells women that they have to be everything to everyone and be good at it all. You know, so I think it's really important for women to take a step back and care for themselves so that they can be as good as they need to be for the people who need it at that moment. And that's like becoming aware through God's presence and meditation or whatever way you like to do it. And um, really finding out what's important, prioritizing it and doing it through self, a a lens of self-care. Do you think that comes from expectations? 
that women might feel whether externally or internally that they have to have a certain look or a certain feature about themselves in order to feel any self-worth yeah you're on it chris i think a lot of women struggle with that have you ever struggled with this mm-hmm. yeah i think daily you know it's a it's a priority to remember that i am loved no matter what i do in the light when i feel and look amazing or in the dark when i am feeling like nothing god is not afraid of any of that and i shouldn't be either um i might not go post my instagram picture when i first wake up but you know i'm just saying like yeah uh, you know we're yeah. all growing but <laughs> <laughs> right Thank you so much for doing this. I I ask everyone to kind of give a quick pitch. You know, for someone who might be listening, who's on the fence, whether either coming to the prison conference or coming to uh, your workshop, kind of give, you know, a pitch for them to feel welcome to just basically jump in. Well, anyone listening to this, if you are at all thinking that you'd like your life to slow down and look a little more like you are the artist of your life. We would love to have you come to the Blend and Balance Workshop. The Balance and Blend Workshop. <laughs> so that you can have some tools in your belt to help you slow down, reevaluate and prioritize who you are and what God has for your life. Because everyone is so different and so beautiful and so worthy of that investment. So again, the PRISM Conference, October 11th through the 13th. You can register at harborchurch.org. Check out the Instagram, PRISM underscore CONF, C-O-N-F. You can uh, join a workshop with Lindsay and... uh, Ashley. Ashley, I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry. Ashley. You know, look there to join. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh my goodness, Chris, my pleasure. You're awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you just listened to. Be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Download our mobile app. You can find it on the Apple Store or on Google Play. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.